As much as people depend on us as leaders, you need someone who believes in you. You need a place to be open and honest with someone who's walked in your shoes and wants to help you become the leader you are meant to be. This is that place with those kind of people. Welcome to the Relational Leader Podcast with your host, Randy Bazette. Each episode will sit down and engage in life-giving conversation, unpacking leadership's greatest challenges. And now, your host, Randy Bazette. I'm glad you've decided to check out the Relational Leader Podcast. Whether you're a lead pastor or just a volunteer leader or staff person in your church, we all go through so many things in ministry and we have to make so many decisions and deal with so many things that a lot of times we're unsure of what to do. So I wanted to have a place where we could sit together and have conversations about real topics, real things that we're dealing with, and could glean and grow and get some wisdom from those things. And I think if we do that, then we can all be better if we're learning through this together. So that's the heart of this podcast. I pray that you learn something today, that you grow, and you become better in who you are as a person and as a leader. And I pray today that this podcast blesses you. I I find it kind of interesting that we're even sitting here and talking about worship and what's come out of Bayside. And Mm -hmm. I'm just amazed at that. I mean, it's it's pretty cool that we get an opportunity to do that, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And uh, so tell me how all of this even would get started, Brandon. Yeah, well, Pastor, it got started really from your desire to feed our congregation, uh, you know, from a pastoral point of view in worship, like to help teach and help bring people in. And, and uh, I know for myself personally, like I am burdened uh, to not live in someone else's worship season. Like I am burdened wow. um, as a church. Like I feel like a lot of churches, and it's awesome. Like, listen, we've we've played Chris Tomlin and Elevation songs for every church does, and it's awesome to continue to do that. But I don't want their season to be our church's season only. Like I'm, you know. So I feel like that's kind of where we started. It was like, hey, I want our church to sing our songs. Oh, me too. And there, there we go. You know, here we are. So it's cool. You know, for me, it just kind of as the pastor of the church, it, it kind of hit me that what people are longing for so much when they come to church isn't a church service and the you know the rituals or the things that we do in a service the whether it be a liturgical heavily liturgical kind of service or just the things that we do the programming of worship services and i thought that's not what people are longing for especially over the last year almost year and a half of what the church has been through but people are longing for god's presence I mean, in having a moment in a service where they tangibly experience the presence of God, whether they're believers and that's what they're longing for, or whether they're people that wouldn't even know how to describe it, right? Mm -hmm. Isn't it fun when people go, the energy here? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) yeah. They don't know. They don't know what it is. We know it's it's the presence of God, right? But they are longing for that thing. Mm -hmm. And, And I charged us as worship leaders that we have to create those moments. And little did I know it would take us as far as it did to writing mm-hmm. and uh, writing for our church. Mm-hmm. And and I know that's what the Lord has done. And and I think that it's really become a powerful moment that, that people really experience the presence. I know I do mm-hmm. experience the presence of God. There's many times where I, I feel like I can't even stand in our worship services mm-hmm. and I just have to have to kneel. And there's nothing wrong with covering other things because they're 
the word of God and their great worship songs. But mm-hmm. That's when right. it truly is from our church and to our church, mm-hmm. it's good. It is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know what I love too is, is uh, the first song that we got to share was the song, Your Presence. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and what's cool about that is it was written a year before it was even released. And Pastor Andy, I remember when this whole COVID thing hit and we're sitting there and we're like, hey, do we have a song that, you know, that's maybe ours that we've been thinking about releasing that can maybe serve our community in this kind of crazy mm. pandemic time that we thought would maybe be a short time or didn't know it would be a long time or Gosh. what? It was going to be four weeks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't go that long. I won't go that long. And, uh, and, you know, so we're sitting around and that was the song that hit me and I thought, your presence. And it's wild to think how can the first question was how can we serve our people in this time and then pastor andy your heart for presence driven worship even in that time in people's homes not just in our building and then that song came out so that song your presence it's all about that right like your presence changes all things i wrote that at my house and and i remember like sitting in my home thinking god uh you know your presence in your presence it changes all things and then what would my response be? Well, it would be, I cry out, come now and do your thing. Yeah. Breathe. Like, mm-hmm. I want to be in the presence. And and what do we find in your presence? Literally everything of your character. Like, yeah. it's, you know, I love I love the idea that, that God has, God is peace and hope and rest and strength and all these things. It's not like these back pocket cards that he pulls out. He's like, well, here's a little bit of hope and whatever else. They're not <laughs> yeah. silos. He's just dishing yeah. it out. He's not like, dishing yeah. it out. <laughs> It, it is him, right? And in his presence, we find really him in those things. So anyway, it's just, I know we're, I know we're getting into that song already, yeah. but such a cool time, almost a year exactly from the time it was written to the time it was released. And it was the very first song we got to release in this new season. And it just happened to be in a time that we were trying to serve our community. Mm-hmm. I think it was perfect timing. You know, God knew what was coming and the culmination of all of that stuff hitting. And it really became like an anthem almost during that whole lockdown season that Mm -hmm. uh, people, even though we weren't gathering corporately, God's presence was being distributed digitally right into people's (laughs) homes or cars or parks or wherever they were hanging out at the time mm-hmm. and i think it really it did it bless them I, mean, I know it did me I, I started putting those songs just that's all i listened to mm-hmm. you know and during those moments and i was longing for that and mm-hmm. uh it it's pretty cool how how difficult is it I, I mean i know this is for us behind the scenes and and, and maybe this would be a, appropriate or not but what, what would you tell worship leaders and pastors people who are writing and they write something and it feels like well that why did i do that and then yet a year later here this thing comes Mm -hmm. up you know i think maybe we can encourage people in that regard as well that feels like sometimes i'm doing this and does it really matter Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah you know honestly i just met with a church yesterday and we talked about the same thing Uh, they were struggling with you know maybe writing a, a little bit of a song and thinking it's not good enough or you know just putting it aside and getting frustrated because they weren't getting complete songs you know, and I, and I just encourage them in this, like, it, it's not about necessarily getting a hit out of a one sit, you know, I'm going to sit down and write a hit. Mm-hmm. It's sometimes it's about getting something out so you can get on to something you're supposed to get on to. Mm-hmm. And sometimes 
when you get onto something again that you're supposed to get onto, you get you get one bad idea out, one another bad idea. Actually, they're not bad ideas. One not right idea. It's I don't even think they're bad ideas because you they're useful to get to the right idea, right? That's good. And in some in some cases, you'll get down the road and find a song. I think, and you guys, you know, chime in that those not good ideas for the moment become the perfect idea for the bridge mm -hmm. that you're working on here, or uh, the the great like I core theme of another song you write with a group or something that sparks something in someone else right so it's it's a journey it's it should never be a oh i'm a great songwriter I, when i s sit down and approach songwriting i don't i'm not a great songwriter all i know is i like the craft of songwriting yeah. mm -hmm. and so i'm just going to practice that and and practice that journey of songwriting so i'd encourage any pastor if you got a nugget get it out like mm -hmm. just let it be good bad or nothing and then go on to the next and keep building and keep trying so do y'all find that happens a lot of times you you write something and you kind of put it off to the side it's not that it's a bad one as you said i like that it's just not a right one or even right now yeah. and then later on that stuff comes out and you infuse it into some other thing that you're writing or song. sure and, and it's not always necessarily a full song sometimes it's just an idea or a melody or a chord progression and so there's a, a ton of songs recently that have um have been written that have come out of an old idea where i'm just flipping through my phone and you know what what melodies did i come up with a year ago and i listen to it and i'm like oh that could be really cool to do and so then it sparks a whole nother idea that i would have never been able to fully write the year before when i was first coming up with that that's cool yeah that's neat to know i guess it could be you know i'm thinking about it from a, a communicator a, a preacher sometimes i've written sermons or i had god stir something in my heart and all of a sudden i go to the bible and i start studying and writing all this down and going oh i can't wait to preach this and then mm -hmm. i just put it on the shelf somewhere and it never really seems like i do anything with it but could it be first that it's for me yeah yes. mm. that's right that's so true absolutely and so maybe it's never for anyone else mm -hmm. yeah and, and now later on it's going to help me in whatever way that's going to be yeah because i'm going to process everything else now in light of this new revelation or this new mm -hmm. thing that god gave me mm -hmm. or maybe one time it'll be a real sermon or a message right. that i'm going to preach yeah. but maybe mm -hmm. it's just first for me yeah, yeah. i 100 percent believe mm -hmm. that 100 yeah. percent. in our song mm -hmm. rights when we sit down to write a songs I, I feel like god is giving us a perfectly wrapped gift for only those people in the in that moment mm -hmm. and then it's our responsibility as pastors and leaders to share that song with the people responsible for and then again, steward that song beyond the walls, mm -hmm. like because I, I feel like there's God's give us talents as to steward, but also to accept gifts. And yeah. so I love that, Pastor. Mm -hmm. I love mm -hmm. that. Just hold on to it, you know. Maybe it'll be something, but it's kind of like a vision God gives you sometimes. You you don't always know when, and it, I think the the calling of God is important. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we need to know what God wants us to do, but the timing is equally important mm -hmm. and often mm -hmm. much harder to find. Yeah. And that could be true of a song that God gives us or just a, a melody. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. But and you just hold on to it and you go, I don't know when that's going to come around, God, or that's right. mm. or maybe it was for me. T let's talk about the heart of Bayside in our worship. Like, what's the reason? Why are we even doing this? Mm -hmm. You guys are looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we, we talk to our team every time we have a song right about how exactly what you referred to earlier, Brandon, where someone is gonna be stewarding our church and their theology and even their emotions and uh, what they know about the Lord or what they're learning about him either you know in their own time or 
in their corporate experience at church or through what they sing. And so why wouldn't we want to steward them with, with songs that we wrote because we know them or because we know we know God and we want them to be able to sing this truth. Mm-hmm. And so I think we can't overcomplicate it that it's hard when you're trying to like promote music and like get get your sound you know um all finessed and and you want people to know you because you have something special to share but really it's not it's not primarily about any of those things it's it has to come back to what do we want to encourage our church with mm-hmm. or what do we need to speak out together whether it's um you know in the in the right itself whether mm-hmm. it's privately in our own time with god or in the car with your family or or corporately in church like what what do you want us to be singing mm-hmm. and so i think we can't overcomplicate it so much of it is like we have songs that are completely written out of scripture yeah. so and that's more than enough on its own so if we're singing the bible mm-hmm. and if we're encouraging our church with the literal living word of god like that right there is enough mm-hmm. and that right there is what we're called to do and then mm-hmm. if we can also have authentic experiences with god where we're learning about him we're learning about what it means to be a follower of christ and then we write about it it's gonna hit somebody mm-hmm. because it's real and it's about the Lord. And so if it's real, it's about the Lord and it's honoring the, the time that you have. If you're spending time honoring God, like mm-hmm. isn't that what we're here for? Yeah. So yeah. we just wanna share those opportunities with our church. Mm-hmm. And I think our church gets so excited knowing that it it's relatable, it's approachable because it's us. Mm-hmm. They trust it if we wrote it, which mm-hmm. is just like the, the craziest, most honoring thing to experience. Yeah. They're like, oh, you wrote it? Okay, I'll lean in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to sing that too, and they get really excited about it. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's a heavy weight mm-hmm. to make sure that we write songs that people want to sing and that glorify God. But as long as we're yeah. if we're preaching the word through our songs, then that's yeah, I mean it. the word is enough, is it not? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> so, sure. oh, yeah. I think you said it, and yeah. you're absolutely right. And the yeah. fact that you're in the word and in your own worship time, you're writing from the overflow yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. Now, is it is it hard for someone who's writing to have have some things and then submit that to other people and others add to the writing like your presence you didn't do it all on your own yeah so so i submitted your presence uh to the we have a theological uh uh, review team here at bayside where these guys there is a group of leadership uh and staff and they go through the song and they point out um some theological flaws where we can go back and write well it just kind of worked out to have bernard kind of shape Pastor Bernard shaped the bridge, and then Pastor Adam kind of reshaped some of the melody in uh, in the verse. And so I think in the beginning, it can be really difficult to take criticism. Um, and actually, because I'm one of the people giving criticism, I'm really trying to learn the balance. You know, we were talking about it yesterday. <laughs> yeah. The balance of mm-hmm. when and how. And, you know, because I just get Do in. people get sensitive? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. not musicians. They're not musicians. musicians. Yeah. And you know, I, I remember when I was, I think I had to be 14, maybe 15, I wrote a couple songs. I sat down with a producer slash pastor guy and, and he kind of tore them apart. And I remember leaving that room for the very first time, like just crushed because I thought they were the best songs in the entire world. Mm. You know, and this guy's just telling me they're all wrong and this or that. And, and so I've had a long time of people telling me they don't like their songs. So I'm okay with it. But some of our team, you know, we're brand new at writing, and so yeah. I've got to learn how to steward that a little better. And we are, we're learning yeah. Yeah. really well, and, but also they're also learning that I'm, I'm very honest with them, and mm-hmm. that's what I want. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to feel like 
they're not getting the truth from me somehow, you know, or from any of us. But yes, it's it is yeah. difficult. It is yeah. difficult oh, to yeah. take. Yeah. Now, with a group, I would say if you're gonna if you're gonna co-write, I think our team has got a great grasp on bringing ideas to mm -hmm. a group of people and being able to chew on different kinds of ideas. So you have to frame it up. Okay, guys, we're this is collaborative, so we're yeah. all going to throw yes. ideas. That's right. and it probably helps if you set it up where everybody yeah. doesn't think, well, this oh, is yeah. my idea, so we got to mm -hmm. right. run with the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I so. think when it goes back to uh, what you were asking about, why is it coming, you know, what's coming from Bayside? What's, you know, the heart behind it? Uh, I've got individual, you know, songs that, you know, I've had probably for years as well. Uh, but I think about uh, something as simple as uh, our DNA, you know, how I am made up, how you're made. And God was intentional about making you and making me mm -hmm. and making, you know, everyone. He was intentional. Matter of fact, if you touch something, they can tell you've been there yeah. because you're the only one <laughs> wow, that's good. that has that <laughs> one. You know, you're the only one that has this particular print. And so, you know, when we go through life, you know, the, well, that's what it is. But when you come together in a setting like this, that's a place because it's collaborative. And so God was intentional about Bayside. And so there are some things that Bayside's going to touch and you'll know, oh, that's Bayside. <laughs> that, that came out of there. And yeah. so at that place is where I have to check myself <laughs> at the door mm -hmm. because this is not my DNA. This isn't me. This is us. Mm -hmm. And so I might think, man, this line should go like this. And I can get dogmatic about it. <laughs> no, it should go like this, really. Well, the DNA of Bayside, because God was intentional about making it. And so this is the DNA. And so it takes all of these to make up this DNA. So mm -hmm. I check myself here yeah. and say, hey, this is what I think. And I, okay, all right. You know, and so it's not mine. You know, again, there are some songs that will be mine, will be yours. You know, some sermons are yours. Right. You know, but there are some things when we come together because of the makeup of the, 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 uh, the DNA of Bayside. It's everybody. You know, so yeah. you got you to gotta check it at the door. You right. know? So there is no, we should go like this and that's it. Yeah. Sounds you know? like to me then you got to have the right team. You oh, got to have the right people yeah. that are willing to, this is a, a hybrid approach where, you know, we're a part of the big vision of what God is, is doing here. Mm -hmm. And so all of us together have our individual, use your, your terminology, our mm -hmm. own fingerprint. Right. However, all of us together make up uh, a fingerprint, uh, DNA of what yeah. God is wanting to speak into our church. Right. I like that. That's so a really very, cool very vision. Mm -hmm. Well, you got to think about it. Uh, for me, I think about it this way. Uh, again, it's just like Brandon said, too. We, we've been, there's songs I've been singing you know practically all of my life that are other artists yeah. you know and so right. i love what those bring to the table some of them have changed my life mm -hmm. you know different things here uh but once we you know continue to start walking with the lord i love what jesus taught the disciples um in what we call the lord's prayer you know he said thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven and so I think with that same makeup, that same DNA, I think there's something that only God is going to reveal through Bayside, from heaven, through Bayside, because this is the way he wants it to come into the earth realm. And so we may not be so much concerned about what they're doing down the street. Mm -hmm. So we want to be connected to heaven, That's right. yeah. you know, yeah. to hear that sound of heaven mm -hmm. that he has 
for us because again he was intentional mm -hmm. <laughs> about making planning this in your heart and so there's some things that are going to come you know through us and so it's catching that sound that god has it's a sound that he has made for us mm -hmm. and when we stay in his presence he releases that sound to us you know and it just makes that whole thing oh you know and so it's not again it's not mine mm -hmm. right? it's not mine <laughs> this is the sound that he had for this right yeah branch well, can of we describe Zion. that i'm curious you know. what you guys let's talk about what is the the sound of bayside worship if if people were have to describe it because you know i'm not i don't want to pigeonhole because i think sometimes people can get locked into something but but there is something you guys are trying to accomplish a sound a mm -hmm. feel right yeah what well, let's talk about that so in my perspective the sound of bayside right now is i like the way you said that right now <laughs> right now i like growing. it because it can't yeah, change yeah but we should be growing I like yeah it. we're growing mm -hmm. um is who we have in this last live recording in particular, I tried very hard as, as producing it to not manipulate the musician in any way. Like I tried very hard to do that. I, I encouraged in, in notes and certain things, but certain tones we were collaborative on. You know, uh, I sat with Aaron who played drums and, and Austin and we worked on uh, drum tones that worked for both of them. And you know, I let Samu run with all his keys tones, mm. and he, you know, we talked through parts, but I let him work out the keys tones. I didn't talk to Yuka at all about <laughs> his synth patches or organ patches. What, so what we just kind of did is we said, hey, listen, we have got a ton of talented people, and and I don't want to say, hey guys, this is going to be a pop album and pigeon all these pigeonhole all these guys that aren't pop players into a pop album. Right. or a country album mm -hmm. or a southern gospel album or a gospel album or whatever so what we did is we wrote songs and said okay in our unpacks so we do something called an unpack where we mm. go to a campus and we get a couple guys on the team together and we just kind of massage the song until we have a song and but that's done by uh, them like all of us it's not done individually by a producer it's like collaborative we've kind of done this yeah. thing so i think on the last album that's kind of what we got now we're asking the question you know what do our guitar tones need to be moving forward what do our key mm -hmm. key, key patches right. need to be moving forward mm -hmm. you know do we need to use the same mics what other mics can we experiment so we're going to grow into an, a sound but i love our starting point yeah I well, absolutely well do you do you grow into a sound then or do you you know depends on the players you have if sure. you was like a, a great coach would not say we're this kind of offense or defense right. mm -hmm. they would take the players that they have mm -hmm. and build to their strength mm -hmm. sure, but so I, do we need to develop well this is going to be our sound or does it have a little bit of fluidity to it based on mm -hmm. the people that are there mm -hmm. but with everybody all bought into the dna the vision like right. this is who we are yeah. right and i think that's where i mean you use the analogy of a team i think as the the team players they develop individually i think that that naturally leads to a growth in the sound of the team as a whole um and and really that that happens naturally and mm -hmm. and it has to because we can't grow as musicians and as vocalists and and expect everything to stay the same it just can't happen that's right and this live album sparked a lot of conversation oh, for sure. on tone and samples yeah. and sounds mm -hmm. and and i love it because you know the the team i feel like like we talked about we're going to stay in his presence we're going to stay in communion with god we've been talking about that a lot 
but now there's a technical aspect where it's like you know we're bringing this in together and we're gonna we're gonna spend time together really working it out and that mm -hmm. just so excites me because it's now it's not one person trying to charge the gate on this is the sound right yeah. now it's yeah. like no we we loved what we all collaboratively collaboratively did yeah. how can we bring this yeah. more in the new in the new direction so. Yeah, and I think part of it too is is learning not only what is my sound as a musician, how does it sound just when I'm by myself, mm -hmm. versus how does this sound as part of the whole. That's right. So there's yeah. a big difference between yeah. you know how does how do these effects really play into the the whole picture. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. Well, that's yeah. the the unity you got to have mm -hmm. in a team. Like with the writing, mm -hmm. you have to come and submit it. Mm -hmm. You know, Absolutely. does this right. fit in with the overall vision? And here's a sound and things that I'm liking. I'm bringing this and submitting this mm -hmm. to, to mm -hmm. keep the unity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, uh, it's wild. Beautiful. Yeah. It's wild to experience after being here for so long and seeing us do this in a couple different ways, um, this whole songwriting thing. And even just being a worship ministry and trying to do it well. You know, I've seen so many seasons of this church. Mm -hmm. And so it's fun seeing like the undeniable unity and trust among our team yeah and so um like the songwriting process as we started it's what we were talking about earlier about um you know not bringing your ego into it or like how do you balance you know this is something that's really special to me and this is something i think is really good but i also want it to be made better and whatever like there's there's such a trust that um that i understand if franklin brings me a song which you should I would love to hear him. Um, well, if Franklin, was that a prophetic word? There? Yeah, yeah. It, it struck me. I needed to pause. If Franklin brings I me a song, I, we have trust with each other that I know he wants my honest thoughts, but yeah. I also know how precious that vulnerable moment yeah. is for him. And I, I don't want to, you know, do what you were talking about earlier, which is just like say it's trash, right? right. Like mm -hmm. I, I, you trust me that I know this is a vulnerable, mm -hmm. um, special thing to you. And then same thing with what you're saying about um, <clears throat> the, you know, who sings what and who plays what for the our live recording. Yeah. It's it's fun to watch how uh, you uh, you assigned me two songs, and I knew that you trusted me to lead those songs you never micromanage that mm -hmm. and i imagine that's how it was with musicians mm -hmm. too mm -hmm. and so um this sound that we're creating it's it is built out of who we are personally it is built out of a team that is always committed to personal growth like some is talking sure. about mm -hmm. and um it's also it's it's easy to do a great job when you're trusted yeah and so i think it's coming out in the songs that we're writing in the ways that we are sharing them with the world and the and in the sound that we are creating practically it's all coming out and it's all coming out from a place of like dang i know i'm being trusted yeah and, and that so i want to do a really good job yeah mm -hmm. and that that trust doesn't come out of nowhere either Absolutely. and so that starts from the top down so brandon thank mm -hmm. you yeah. you know for for trusting us and, and for pastor, you, pastor andy yes. yeah yes. for yes. entrusting us to run with this yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm starting to trust you today. <laughs> no, really, but it, it is beautiful. As I hear you guys talking about all this, it's the fact that we all are committed to this team approach. Mm -hmm. And I think if we keep that, that's called unity. Mm -hmm. And from there, that's where God bestows his blessing. You know, the, the yeah. anointing mm -hmm. flows from that. Yeah. And yes, it does start from the top. And it flows down but to every extremity and if we it's from our church so we need to be a, a part of that yeah and it's to our church so the anointing will flow down us yeah. from us to the others so yeah. 
um, just as a declaration now, not that I think we wouldn't, but we need to always be reminded that that we're together. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Absolutely. As we do that, we'll continue to, I think, see God do incredible things like this. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I think uh, another one of the songs that I'd really like to hear about, and this has a really cool story, right? Is Song of Praise. Yeah. And so, Samu, oh. talk, tell us about how that song was written. Yeah. I know this was a it's a big story right here. I mean, there's a lot, a lot to this. One. Oh yeah, so much happened. No, I um, it was one morning, and um, I had just woken up, and I, I went over to the coffee machine, started brewing a cup of coffee, and and I'm, I'm still half asleep at this point. I, I go over to the couch and I just open my Bible and um, open to the, uh, the passage in Romans 11, um, uh, 33 through 36. And um, my whole life, you know, I'd been reading out of the NIV translation and, and that, that section is called doxology. And which, you know, I, I never thought anything of it other than, you know, that's also the old hymn, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, right. Um, Praise God from whom all blessings flow. And, um, and yeah, so, so I started reading through it, but I, I was reading out of a different translation that day. And, um, and the, the passage in that s- translation was called A Hymn of Praise. Mm-hmm. And I had never viewed it through that lens. And I think at, at that moment it hit me, this is a song of praise. Wow. And um, I just started immediately scribbling down what I think lyrics could look like because the Lord was like, this is, this is a song. And um, you know, it's, it's funny too, the first verse is talking about, um, um, oh, you know, I'm forgetting the words. <laughs> um, it was oh, just for that moment. It was. It was yeah. just for that moment. No, but it's talking about, oh, the depths of the riches of, um, of the wisdom and the knowledge of God. And, and it describes God by saying the word God. And for whatever reason, I, I described God as king in that moment, not even knowing at the time that the, the album was going to be called King Jesus. Yeah. And I just think yeah. it's so cool that like even in that moment, there was this this unity of what the Holy Spirit was doing in each of us writing wow. these for the songs yeah, yeah, for the album. So and I had cool. no idea that that was going to happen. So yeah, so the, the verses and the chorus came out of that. And um, most of it was straight from, from that passage. And um, some of it I filled in with other attributes of, you know, God's nature and and really the bridge came from, you know, in light of the fact that everything comes from God and is through him and to him. Now what is my response? Mm. And and from that response, I can do nothing but sing this song of praise and lift his name. Mm-hmm. And that's that's really all I can do. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's beautiful. Oh. What you know, I've I've never been a part of writing songs. I, I mean, I write a lot of sermons, mm-hmm. obviously. But what happened with that song oh, in yeah. that moment you had? <laughs> that's that's not normal no. it didn't normally happen that way no it it was written incredibly quickly and really i i told brandon when i texted him that morning i said the lord gave me a song and put this on my heart and it really was because it happened in about 15 minutes everything was down on paper <laughs> and i went over to my keyboard and uh recorded like a quick demo and you know i was i was still tired and <laughs> sent it over and i said hey i don't know if this is anything or if this is any good but here's this and uh, forgot about my coffee and fell back asleep on the couch. So, uh, yeah, so that was that morning. And then I woke up later and I said uh, to my wife, Laura, I was like, hey, I wrote this song. Let me know what you think. And I didn't really think anything of it because Brandon didn't say, he, he didn't even respond to me. For He was like, oh, this is He was is just cool. called up in the presence of God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just, no, he, his I, song of praise exactly. is what happened. <laughs> no, but he said, yeah, this is cool. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll look at it, listen to it a few more times. And I heard nothing for a few more months and uh, heard from... I think it was Kara, or maybe it was, yeah. 
she's like oh yeah i heard your song and i was like which one you know i don't know which one and so it turns out he had been thinking about it yeah. the whole time so it's interesting because when you sent it to me i had uh i had a lot of things that i that immediately i got just that i wanted to kind of maybe massage or tweak so i was like okay maybe this maybe that i don't know about amen a whole bunch you know and i'm just trying to like figure yeah. out how like, many almonds do we need you know, there's a lot in there but there I, is I, I mean but i'll yes. tell you what i love those almonds. i love how it just it just builds you know because mm -hmm. you're just you keep declaring declaring it, which is it. yeah let it be. let it be done yeah. that's yeah. right let it and be done so oh. golly yeah there's something mm -hmm. special about that but so i had all these things right like, yeah. i was like oh maybe this word instead of this word and and then I listened to it again, and, and that list kept getting shorter and shorter and shorter. So after like three or four weeks of listening to it, I didn't have a list anymore. And I was, I was dead set on recording it as is. Like we didn't change. We changed one like uh, uh, rhythm yeah. in, in the production it. of it. Yeah. Um, that honestly, it was an accidental change that we ended up keeping because I felt like it maybe felt a, just a little more better for a congregation to sing. Um, but literally other than that, like it was some song, like, and I just love that, that when he gave it to me, it became, it became a, a, a source of, uh, worship material for me. I think that's what it was initially mm. when I first heard it. I was like, I want to sing this song. And then I listened to it again. Oh, I, I really want to yeah. sing this song. Well, and it goes back to the whole idea of, you know, when we're singing scripture, it's, there's power in that and there's no denying the authority of the words that are being spoken because mm -hmm. it is God's word. It's not yeah. something that. I came up with, I mean, there's a few words that I inserted in between, but um, for the most part, it's just scripture and, mm -hmm. and, and there's power in that. Hard to argue mm -hmm. with the power of the scripture. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's a cool flow for, it, for someone who's a part of the congregation in this mm -hmm. regard, just listening and enjoying and participating in the song, because it really is a, a song of, of praise and, and it's a worshipful moment, but mm -hmm. that building yeah. up of the song and that that chorus and the uh, the bridge, yeah, and Man, it, it just gets and it's a slow growth, an anthem really, yeah, yeah, and that's that's how, kind of how I thought about it too. Is some of it is this realization as you're singing it and and talking about the amens, let it be done even in my own heart, let me believe this, and reaffirming that belief for yourself that yes, everything is from God, and I'm going to return this to Him, and as the song grows, it's it's almost solidifying that thought process in me as i'm singing it so and it's prophetic too so i heard somebody say once that we tend to overcomplicate prophetic worship and we think it's like this mm -hmm. like future telling and you know like this magical thing you know you get caught up in in wanting prophetic worship to be this like crazy thing where i know what is going to happen in the future but we do know what's going to happen in the future because we have the word of god and so um this person said if you recite the word of god then you're already partnering in the mm -hmm. in prophesying yeah. what is to come mm -hmm. um if you're talking about the character of god you're talking about um you know christ's return his resurrection like things like that you're already prophesying so i think that the amen section yeah that is like that is where we get to realize for sure like we are prophesying the mm -hmm. the yeah. character of the lord and we're prophesying our involvement in singing songs of praise and we're prophesying it's gonna be it is like mm -hmm. he was he is he is to come amen like it's a prophetic moment and i mm -hmm. think whether people realize that or not that's why it's so special that's why the build makes sense is because you're getting more and more involved in mm -hmm. this you're getting more sure as you sing it mm -hmm. and 
like that's what we want from our songs mm-hmm. is for as people sing them they're singing the word of god they're being edified they're worshiping and they are being more and more convinced by the by hearing themselves sing mm-hmm. of their faith i just well I that's the whole faith yeah. Yeah. comes by hearing and the and as you yes. continue to say that it does mm-hmm. it grows your faith the song the attributes of god that you're talking about the character of god which mm-hmm. is really what you were writing from mm-hmm. and then giving credibility to and saying yes that's going to happen it mm. really is prophetic it is yeah. in mm-hmm. the fact that this is what yeah. god is going to do and i'm declaring it's done even now mm. yeah. yeah yeah i even so remember the the first time i think it, it was either the first or the second time we did the song here and introduced it to the congregation and and as we ended the song we we kind of stayed in that moment and uh pastor david murphy came up and he read the passage of scripture <laughs> that it was written from and you could see it click in people's eyes when they realized mm-hmm. we are singing the word mm-hmm. of God and they connected it, they connected to it on a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, all of a sudden people were like, yes, I'm bought in, we're singing scripture. Yeah. And they, they realized that. Wow. And it was just- What a beautiful moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's similar to even, you know, Philippians four. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Even that song being titled the way that it is, yeah. people instantly connect to it because they realize I'm singing scripture. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's a great revelation. You know, uh, uh, as you as you continue to even even as we talk about it, um, we've been singing it for a bit, but just the conversation about it for me <clears throat> just brings you to a place that it is God being revealed. Mm. You know, it's just understanding who He is. It's not so much about what He's done. Right. You know, how He's done a ton of things for me the revelation for me it's like you know with him having that conversation with peter saying you know well you know who do they say i am well some say you're this and some say you didn't <laughs> then he said well peter who do who do you say i am yeah mm-hmm. and peter said you you're the christ and he said you know what man couldn't have showed you that yeah only my father could have revealed that to mm. you yeah. so the revelation even as we keep talking about it mm-hmm. so that amen just solidifies i'm not i'm not thanking you for you know saving me from the car wreck or whatever i'm right now i'm just worshiping you yeah. just because you're god yeah mm-hmm. yeah if yeah. you do nothing else you're god and i'm saying amen that's good you know mm-hmm. it's like that's good it's good you know constantly just i mean reveal just like wow yeah. mm-hmm. you know i yeah. mean seriously even now it's just understanding he's god mm-hmm. yeah you know and just when you put people in an environment like that you know yeah. where he then has a peter experience with them yeah I think that's what that song does. It gives yeah. us all an opportunity for, for Christ and who He is to be revealed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as we sing that, realizing it is the Word of God, mm-hmm. and declaring it with the with the amens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does. Mm-hmm. It puts it all together mm-hmm. in a fifteen minute in the morning <laughs> with that's my it. cup of well, Joe, not even <laughs> in my hand yet. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing too. Is like normally I'm overly critical of things that i write or trying to analyze everything and the the critical part of my brain probably wasn't even awake yet at that point i was just i didn't even have time to second guess a single thing that was written yeah. it was just it there's was there. no yeah. flesh in that song at no. all in other words there we go <laughs> <laughs> that's right uh, i love that yeah. uh, you know we all we have a this praise thing kind of in this uh album as well mm-hmm. with the altar of praise yep. as well mm-hmm. and so franklin i know you were yeah. very involved in the writing yeah. of that song tell us a little bit about that Man. one it's such a uh, a collaboration uh, again with uh, some other gentlemen that i had the wonderful opportunity of literally sitting down with and 
you know, we were just throwing things out there, but it was that thing of perhaps, you know, the thing of, okay, God doing things um, and remembering these moments, remembering a time, uh, perhaps when there was, you know, this specific whatever. And so just wanting to, to, to ultimately set up a place to where, in a very healthy sense, I'll never forget this. I'll never forget this moment. And so because of that, God, because you're so good, because you're so kind, I mean, the best I can do, I want to create this place for you that is yours. You know, and so this place where there is a burning, you know, you, you think well, for me, again, think about just the Abraham and Isaac moment, you know, preparing a place there for this sacrifice, but how God made a way. And that's where we hear that he is Jehovah Jireh. Mm-hmm. He's going to provide. Yeah. You know, I heard you. You know, and even though I was, I don't know how this is going to pan out, but I'm trusting you to go to this place. And, you know, again, even in that passage, too, where, you know, the scripture says where he saw the place afar off, you know, it was at that moment he started telling people, well, you stay here, you stay back here, but, you know, we're going to this place, you know, and so it's preparing ourselves to go to the places that God's speaking to us, that he's giving us these, you know, different places, you know, showing us, hey, let's, uh, I want you to, to try this. I want you to do this. Some of it may bear witness with our spirits. Some of it may not, mm-hmm. you know, but it's when we step out on faith and see these things happen and obey him, that's where these places are now built, these altars now. And so now my life is continuing to become an altar of praise. And so maybe you got to go back. <laughs> Maybe you got off track, and now you got to go back. Take me back, right, to it's the strong. place where this where this whole started. thing started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How many times yeah. in life, and I feel like this song leads me to these places, and and the people that are participating mm-hmm. in in this song. Yeah. Taking those things that even God has said in the past, these promises. You know, thinking yeah. of Abraham, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I got to be willing to to let it go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm willing to let it die. Yeah. And what mm-hmm. a trust in a faith in god but to to me i I know that's has to be where this song was leading is leading all of us Mm -hmm. to in that moment and willing to sacrifice and give it all up Mm -hmm. that's a hard thing to do yeah Mm -hmm. yeah the i would have to say you know for myself uh uh one of if not my most favorite line is that second verse where it says here's my heart and now it's set Mm -hmm. for worship Mm. It's an altar now where your glory has full reign. Mm. So here's my heart. So, you know, again, whatever's happening in life, God, my heart, my life, everything, it's yours and it's yours and it's set now. Yeah. It's such set. a powerful lyric. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's set. Here it is. You know, sometimes I may have to reset it. We've been in a re moment. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> sometimes right. I may have to reset it. Yeah. But now here's my heart. And it is set for worship, and this is an altar that I prepared, that your glory will always be seen. Yeah, it's not about me again. You know, here's my heart. You know, so it's just so good. Yeah, know, what I love about that is verse one says, you know, take me back to mm-hmm. where we started. Yeah, and verse two leads us to the place where you started. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> yeah. the position mm-hmm. that you're asking God to take us back. To, yeah. You know, so it leads us to, oh, take me back, back to where, where my heart yeah. was set for yeah. worship, mm-hmm. and we're declaring in this moment, yeah. you've currently taken me back, yeah. and now I'm set again 
where, where I originally started yeah. so that where your glory mm-hmm. uh, can reign. It, yeah. it's, that's good. Yeah. And that's that's, so good. I, again, I loved how we were able to intermingle again the scriptures in there. You know, your love is so amazing. Mm-hmm. Your joy, it is my strength mm-hmm. because the joy of the Lord is my strength. Yeah. Your grace is so sufficient. Mm. You know, his grace is more than <laughs> sufficient. You know, so it's just, again, here comes the word. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. my heart yeah. is overwhelmed. It's just, so here it comes. You know, this is this is where we are. And so, you know, I'm raised on a bunch of gospel stuff. So that's where that's that's where that part started coming out, you know. So yeah. we start yeah. we start changing keys. Oh, the key change, boy. All those things there. But again, it's just that collaboration mm-hmm. there with, you know, again, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful people. Again, you know, some of the things we've talked about, it's how God is continuing to make us. You know, together. So I love that. the video I saw of you guys. I, I don't know. Oh, the original Maybe writing. the original when y'all were mm-hmm. writing it. Is, oh, y'all yeah. look like y'all were having a blast. <laughs> what happened oh, in that? Man, that was so it, what happened in that moment? <laughs> it was uh, it was electric to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember us, we started singing. You guys took Just Like It Is Now and then production. Mm-hmm. They did a, a double chorus in the first chorus. And within within the double chorus, the room was already singing along. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, yeah. <laughs> and I remember because uh, I, I well, we were just talking about it yesterday. I listened to those things so much, I can almost quote the background. Hey, you know, yeah. like the different <laughs> things in the background, like almost in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I remember after that chorus, as soon as you ended, altar altar of praise the whole room yes. just lit up right yeah. that was just so lit up it. it was like yeah. and i was like i'm like trying to like do my thing with the camera and yeah. then uh, and then when you guys were singing that chorus again and then did the key change <laughs> oh everybody we, we, we lost our minds we lost, <laughs> we lost yeah. it man but what a cool what a cool but that's uh, what everybody that's what we all felt when we were in the yeah. congregation and you guys were leading us in that song mm-hmm. how easy it was to see people engage in that mm-hmm. song right away yeah and then when you hit the key change everybody just went wild yeah. it was yeah. exactly what happened to yeah. you guys mm-hmm. yeah and you know i love the course too because it it you know i will lift my hands and sing mm-hmm. you know uh, as a worship leader uh, being able to see a response yeah. from your congregation is is uh, I think important really to the worship leader. We want other people to engage in worship, and in a physical way, a physical you know sense of raising their hands. But when we sing it, the whole room hands are up, mm-hmm. and so so we're both we're doing two things. We're of course we're ministering to the people, ministering to the Lord. We're ministering to ourselves, mm-hmm. but we're also teaching a form of of expression of worship. Mm-hmm without having to say hey would you just raise your hands with me or raise your hands or if you're comfortable raise your hands Mm -hmm. like instruction Mm -hmm. it's a part of the song that leads us to a a, a position or a kind of an atmosphere of surrender without requiring us to actually ask Mm -hmm. for the atmosphere position of surrender i love it it's like yes yes it says it in the song but you're with us. We're all doing this together. Mm-hmm. And the music yields to this too. This is what's interesting about these songs is that lyrically, I think they're beautiful, but somehow the music is also so perfect for each set of lyrics that I feel like it takes you to the place with your emotions. Because I mean, that's that's why music exists. Is it? Mm-hmm. It helps get your. It helps get things stuck in your head. It helps you. Um, memorize things it helps you uh, have a cadence to something that you might have forgotten or might seem mundane Mm -hmm. but it also it manipulates your emotions 
in in a positive way and so this song i feel like if i'm going through a tough season this song may be hard to sing it may crush me mm. to sing you know i will be an altar of praise i'm putting myself out there setting my heart for worship and i you know it could come from a place of pain and knowing what a sacrifice that is mm. but the music is encouraging and mm. so if you're having mm -hmm. if you're in a joyful season you have a blast dancing around singing this song. Mm -hmm. And if you're in a soul-crushing season, you can have a blast singing this song. <laughs> it brings joy to yeah. your heart to hear this song being yeah. sung, to mm -hmm. hear that key change, and to hear yourself say some of these things. It doesn't feel, I feel like that's the beautiful thing, thing about music, is it doesn't feel so hard when you sing it. You know, like we all know how hard it is to, to be a human or to follow Jesus, but, yeah. and it's hard, it's hard to acknowledge, take me back to probably the time when I had it more right than I do now. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a hard statement, yeah, nice. but it's joyful when it's set to music that brings, it, it just brings joy to your heart. Mm -hmm, so yeah. the music is just as um, like perfect timing mm -hmm. as mm -hmm. some of these lyrics are too. So that's yeah. what's really special about some of these songs where I'm like, ooh, if it had been written with a, some more minor chords or with a spookier tone, like that might've been cool, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but we wrote it. It wouldn't have moved you like it yeah, does. Yeah, 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 we wrote it in a way where people are like, I, yeah. I gotta sing that song. Mm -hmm. I yeah. gotta get to a place in my heart where I can sing that song because mm -hmm. it's, I can't, I don't want to not be in that room when that song's being sung. Mm. That's okay. good. So good. That is good. Yeah. So uh, we, we did a whole acoustic session as well. <laughs> and one of the songs on there is, is called Be Exalted. Mm -hmm. oh. And oh. it's that whole thing during our prayer and fasting season that we did in January. That's all I had, just consistently going yeah. all mm -hmm. the time. Mm and uh, those songs are very special i mean you, you covered some of the ones from our album but mm -hmm. some of them are Fresh. original just for for this and be exalted is is one of those mm -hmm. and it's got an interesting uh story about how it came about as well yeah yeah so uh so my my, my family had uh we had a loss in our family someone passed away in our family and uh and i went home and i was staying with my dad in my old bedroom and whatever else and i remember i got home and my dad was in his office and I had my guitar and I said, uh, "Hey, Dad, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to my room, and I'm gonna I'm gonna write a song. You wanna you wanna write with me?" And my dad was sitting <laughs> at his desk and he just looked at me and I was like, "Okay, well I'll be in my room if you wanna come write with me." So I walk and my dad is he's so sweet, uh, you know. He, he was saying yes, but he was probably pretty nervous. So he, you know, I got in my room. I'm opening up my guitar and this and that, and and he walks in with his notebook and his Bible and his glasses. <sighs> And I was sitting on my bed, and he knelt at the edge of my bed, you know, at chest height, you know, and he, he took out his pen, and he just sat there with me for three hours um, as we, we put this song together. My dad's not, he's not a songwriter, he's a musician, but yeah. he's not a songwriter, and I, honestly, I don't know how much he really contributed to the song, Yeah. but what, it was just such a sweet moment in the, the season of time that we're in with the loss that we had and uh, and we wrote a song we wrote be exalted and this song um uh it just talks about you know you you are certain things of strength in my life you are you oversee the battle that i'm in you are the vic victory that i see through these things you know through the verses and all the verses and it declares in the verses that my king you've won my king you've won mm -hmm. be exalted and so basically it says you know, hey, through the through these trials and storms and tribulations and temptations and all things that we deal with in our life, uh, no matter what, you're king, and I I expect you to be exalted. Yeah. And in that moment, you know, especially when you suffer a loss like that, um, 
that's what you have to sing. You know, mm. God, you're still sovereign. You still know what's going mm. on. Mm. And and you will be king in my life. And that's, in some cases, in some trials, in some storms, in some tribulations, that's extremely difficult to declare in your life. And and so our heart to, to put that song together was simply to say, we understand it's difficult to say that in any kind of situation. So let's sing this song, you know. And so the chorus, of course, is be exalted, be exalted. And then the bridge is a, a declarative over, you know, be exalted above all nations, that all people would mm. declare this thing, that you are greater, th your name is greater than mm. every other name, that you are you are the great King of kings and Lord of lords. And, and so, anyway, the story was just, you know, so sweet for me as a songwriter to be able to share that time with my dad. And, uh, and he didn't move. He did for three hours. He sat at the foot of my bed with his notebook and Bible. And, and I would say, well, what about something like this? And, and my dad would like scroll through his Bible a little bit. And, and before he got anywhere with an idea, I was already onto another <laughs> idea, but, um, but a sweet moment. And you know what, for the recording, when we introduced that song to our team, uh, it was just it was just a sweet, sweet, sweet moment. Yeah. And it's something I think we're gonna be singing in the future as well. So it's gonna be. You said something in there when you're in moments like that, you have to say God be exalted, but you really don't. And so I think what it does is it gives us an opportunity to choose to do the right yeah. thing yeah. when there's loss in our life. Yeah. And we're all gonna face them, it's mm. inevitable. Mm. But it's what we do at those moments that leave us in this pit or take us out sure. to see mm -hmm. how great he is even in these terrible moments that's right yeah that's right and that is the prayer i'm yeah. sure is yeah. it's probably what got you through that difficult moment absolutely as well. yeah i think i think it it i'm definitely going to sing you know be exalted in those situations and i think for me like i said there it's hard to do and you do have that choice you know whether to pull yourself out or not uh, and, and really looking to God, and it's really that's all it is. Is it, it when things like that happen, even with your friends, there's no words to explain it. All you can do is set your eyes on Jesus, yeah. and say, you know, and and pray that He moves in a way that where you can find peace and you can find hope in Him, right? Um, so I would just pray. My encouragement when people listen to that song is that they would be encouraged knowing that through every storm and battle and you know we use those words all the time so i'm trying you know but but this the issue of life you know that they would uh, be able to find a way to declare that he is still king um yeah so it's a great tool when you're yeah. going through something which we're going to go yeah. through it <laughs> yeah but that's what i do you talked earlier about how worship is you know it stirs the emotions because that's what music does but it's also speaking of truth because the lyrics or the word of God. Yeah. And so when you for me, when I'm in one of those moments, worship is my go to thing. Yeah. yeah. So when you're in a moment where God doesn't feel exalted that's right. in your life, put this one on. Yeah. And make it a declaration. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I can't get over the picture of your dad at the foot I of the know. bed. <laughs> you know, maybe not even contributing so much practically, but contributing with his presence there. I just, it, it just, for me, like, this is why the story behind the song matters. Yeah. Because I just see, like, if you are going through a tough season, you and your dad are going through this tough season, and you are trying to figure out how to put words to your experience and put words to glorifying God in that time, and your dad is sitting there with you going, right. whatever comes out of your mouth, like, I support you, I want to yeah. hear it. Mm. And, you know, I'm with you. And I just feel like that's the heart of the father, too. Yeah. So I just love that picture. Yeah. 
that when I now the next time I hear be exalted, I'm going to re- remember that even if I don't hear him talking and if even he's not giving me practical things yeah. that yeah. my father is sitting at the foot of the bed. You know, it's just yeah. like it makes mm-hmm. me weepy thinking yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, it's powerful, right? Yeah. We always want to we say, well, I need to go sit at the father's feet <laughs> and, you know, and surrender this to him. But what a cool picture that he's yeah. sitting yeah. at our feet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In those difficult moments like mm-hmm. that. It makes you understand the idea of I am with you. Mm. You know, it gives a practical mm. picture to mm. God saying, I am with you. Yeah. I'm right here in the room yeah. with you. Mm. And I wow. just. Yeah. It, it will be a highlight of my life. Mm. For sure. Really? Forever. That, that moment. That moment. I'm telling you, I think about that, that time almost every time. I, I will always think of it when I hear the song. Mm-hmm. But I think about it probably every other time I write a song. <laughs> probably. So cool. Yeah. yeah. What an impactful moment! Yeah, so, amen. We uh, we have a, a song called "Worthy," that <laughs> uh, you know. I every time I'm involved in it, worshiping, listening to this song, I just think of the uh, the holy course, even in heaven. You know, mm-hmm. just he's so worthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I would love to hear. Let's share. What is the story behind this song? Which is a, a long. It's a big one. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> this one. This spans some quite a few seasons yeah yeah so carrot would do you want to share a little bit with like kind of steven's first yeah time? it's sweet knowing what that song originally sounded like you know it was complete in a way but um it's also become a, a different version of it over the years but um a totally different season of our church a totally different season in steven's life you know yeah. when he started writing the song and but again based out of a um an experience leading you to worship God and what do I need to say to God and about him in this moment what do I need to declare and um I just I don't I don't remember if this was part of the song but I remember at that time Stephen was sitting out on his front porch like at night you know playing his guitar I could just and, see him doing that yeah <laughs> such an artist but you know having these uh sweet and vulnerable moments with the Lord and then um, we've done versions of the song, you know, mm-hmm. we've, we recorded a demo, we've done it, you know, in a service or two and during the fast a few years ago. And then we kind of just sat on it for a while mm-hmm. as songwriting, you know, was on a pause. And then now that, you know, our songwriting process and, um, has really, you know, become this healthy, fun, you know, supported thing that now we can really explore. Um, he brought the song, you know, mm-hmm. to a write with me and Brandon, and I don't know if he did it once and then was like i don't know if i can do this yeah so the first time he brought it you know he he showed it to us and said hey i think i really want to work on this song and so he played it top to bottom mm-hmm. and i was like well steven well first what do you want to work on and he's right. like well i don't know and then i was like are you okay with me and kara coming into this song <laughs> now as writers and he kind of sat there for a minute and he goes yeah, maybe next time. <laughs> yeah. And then there was a next he time. And he wasn't even ready. That's right. Yeah, I love it. But I it's that it. it's that thing of trusting this vulnerable like That's right. But but you're not you're not going to crush this, right? Like you're mm. not going to make this worse. Right. Like if you know it and and he did the next time he's yeah. like I'm ready to work on worthy and Okay, I'm ready to do this and he brought it and we we started diving into it yeah. and it was big. And you were like, "Let's let's change the melody of the chorus." And he's like, you know you could tell he immediately was uncomfortable and but i think that was that was a great experience for me to watch him submit to that moment to watch you lead us through that and um and to be able to be part of just what we were talking about at the beginning of all this 
this song is birthed out of a real experience with the Lord, mm-hmm. and it was for him at that time. That song was for him. Yeah. And maybe it was for us the first time he shared it. Yeah. But then we co-write this thing together and we make it more accessible to the church. We make it more memorable. We make it, uh, you know, we finesse some things that maybe need a little tiny, really minor yeah. tweaks to it. Maybe the overall production of the song changes. But mm-hmm. now, now it's for the church. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's my favorite, um, one of my favorite from the acoustic albums. And yeah. that moment of, uh, you know, that moment of us worshiping to that song together is just, it's an unforgettable moment. And again, it's when you sing the true character of God, you keep it simple and you are glorifying him like you can't go wrong. Yeah. And it, it's always going to be a beautiful, you know, song to the Lord when you talk yeah. about his character. So Yeah, and I think that speaks to, again, kind of going back to the, like, the technical part of songwriting. Like, Stephen had what would, would have been considered a great version mm-hmm. of that song. Um, and maybe in his mind, maybe somewhere in there, somewhat uncom- incomplete, but it was a version of a song that that ended up being another incredible version of that yeah. song. Mm-hmm. And so, for songwriters that think, "Oh, my song isn't good enough," continue to mm-hmm. to work on it and and work on it and work mm-hmm. on it, and and you might end up with something that you know, even from a collaborative sense, you guys really love. Like we sat back at the end of that right, and all of us loved worthy yeah and then you see the acoustic sessions where uh it's just blows your mind of the, the <laughs> how it just connects with the team and all that yes. and now Worthy's about to get cut on our our upcoming studio project that that is it's it has more of a ccm radio produced version of it and who knows is who's going to listen to it then so you see all these stages of it but mm. i bet steven still only sees the song from his front porch right. yeah i still only see your presence from my writing room right like i you know all these songs you probably see song of praise yeah. still from, from your couch from your couch, from your couch yeah. without like, your coffee yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's such a beautiful transformation you know getting to see these things kind of uh in develop a, in the ways that God is just kind of allowing us to develop it in, it's yeah. God, it's so cool. Pretty cool. It's so cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Very much true. Now we, we we're not done yet. I mean, you guys That's are right. in the process. You got things in the hopper, things yeah. that are coming. Mm-hmm. Tease us a little bit, would you? Yeah, yeah. So uh, acoustic volume one went so well that yes. we will be recording acoustic volume two. Yes, yeah. good because right. uh, prayer and fasting won't be the same. That's right. And so our our plan for that is to, of course, release it with prayer and fasting at the beginning of 2022, mm. and uh, and pray for us because I believe we're going to try to record this thing in July instead of October. Uh, and so we'll hopefully get a little bit of a head on that. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, we are in the process currently of a studio album. Um, what that looks like, we don't know yet. We've got songs for it, and we're 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 kind of demoing them out to see what fits for uh, the album. You know, one of my one of my big things is I want great songs, the best songs we could possibly write, but I also want the the liturgy or the journey of the album. I just don't want to stick songs for songs' sake. So um, yeah. so we're kind of navigating that right now. And then the live recording of this yeah. year, November yes. 10, 11. Uh, two nights back to back, just like last year. No and hurricanes this year. Prayer for no oh hurricanes. Uh, at the exact same time, we decide to record. So yeah. we are so excited about the the upcoming things here. And in fact, we just had a song right just yesterday. And so there's some, I think there's some songs in there that we're going to be looking at. So it's awesome. Yeah. I love it. Thank you so much for leading the charge yeah. mm-hmm. on all of this and, and all of you guys. You know, Franklin, Kara, Samu, you guys. 
uh, and the whole team, what you guys are doing, how you're writing all of this, and, and really from our church and for our church, and who knows who's listening even to this and behind right. the scenes and listening to the songs, but I know your heart is to bless them and encourage them yeah. with what God has done in you. And so as your pastor, I can tell you has blessed me, and I can see it blessing our congregation. So yeah. it means a lot. Thank you, guys. Awesome. Thank, Thank, you. Thank you, Pastor. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Relational Leader Podcast. For more resources, visit randybazette.com.